And now it's time for Madison's Mad Facts with your host, Madison Standish. Hey everybody, it's Madison. Welcome to another Madison on the Air bonus feature of Madison's Mad Facts, where we look at the way things were in real life back during these old-timey radio shows. Our latest episode is Rocky Jordan, set in 1940s post-war Cairo. I do have some spoilers here, guys, so if you haven't heard our episode yet, do that first. I'll wait. Okay. In Rocky Jordan, I'm trying to track down Angus Morgan, who has stolen my iPhone, douche nozzle, and Rocky and I end up finding him at a sanitarium. So for this episode of Madison's Mad Facts, I want to talk about sanitariums, since they were a large part of our past that are no longer really a thing. Here to chat with me about sanitariums is... Madison on the air, Mad Facts. David Pinion, Rocky Jordan. Well, hello, David, with what clearly needs to be our new theme song. Sup? Hey, Madison. Mads. Mad? Maddie? What should I call you? Anything is fine, as long as you don't call me Madison Avenue or Madison, Wisconsin. Because those are not my middle name, and you're an unoriginal smartass for thinking that you're the first person to say that to me. I'm talking to you, Kevin, at Starbucks on Ventura. Okay, okay. Sorry, my issue, not yours. All right, David, sanitariums. Let's start with the wiki entry. What is the definition of a sanitarium? A sanitarium, which is also called a sanatorium, is... Oh, geez, which one is right? (laughs) Okay. Well, they're both interchangeable. The usage is generally regional. In North America, we use sanitarium. So even though Rocky Jordan is set in Cairo, it was written in Hollywood. So they use the word sanitarium. So I'll just use that term, sanitarium, from here on out. Okay, cool. Sorry to interrupt. So, a sanitarium is defined as a medical facility for long-term illness, most typically associated with the treatment of tuberculosis, or TB. So what's the history there? Well, in the early 1800s, tuberculosis started spreading around the world. It was also referred to as consumption. See, it's a highly infectious disease, mostly affecting the lungs, and it spreads through particulates in the air from an infected person via coughing, sneezing, spitting, or speaking. I'm pretty sure that sounds familiar to everybody, right? Yeah, I think we can relate. Of course, the primary difference is tuberculosis is caused by a bacteria as opposed to a virus. See, today bacterial infections can be treated with antibiotics, but antibiotics wouldn't be discovered until 1929 and not put into medical use until 1940. The specific antibiotics used to treat TB, they weren't even invented until like 1943. Yikes! So how did sanitariums help with the pandemic before antibiotics? Well, throughout the 1800s, doctors were really struggling to find a way to treat the disease. But in 1885, an American doctor... Edward Livingston Trudeau, who suffered from TB himself, he'd heard a theory that mountain air helped with the disease. So he moved to the Adirondack Mountains of New York State and discovered that his symptoms disappeared with the fresh air. So he built a sanitarium there for people suffering with tuberculosis and pioneered what became known as the rest cure treatment. I could use some rest cure myself. Yeah, I wouldn't mind a spa getaway in the mountains. So the rest cure worked? Oh yeah, it definitely lessened the impact of the disease and lengthened people's lives. Others followed Trudeau's efforts and sanitariums started springing up all around the world, not only to provide treatment, but since the disease was so contagious with literally millions of people dying from it, the sanitariums helped to keep the infected people away from the general population. 
we still have TB in the world today. So why did the sanitariums kind of disappear mid-1900s? Well, with better antibiotics, people with tuberculosis were able to have outpatient treatments, allowing them to recover at home. They didn't have to pay for a costly extended stay at a sanitarium. Keep in mind, even today, it can take up to two years on antibiotic treatments to overcome the disease. So starting in the 1950s, many of the original sanitariums were either torn down or converted into regular hospitals, like the one in Catawba, Virginia, where my mom's from, or mental health hospitals. You mean insane asylums? Yep. Ooh. That was the common term used in the mid-20th century. And because of those conversions, that's why the word sanitarium is often associated with the mental health facility today. And that's totes what I was thinking when I heard Angus was in a sanitarium. You know, the story really never explains why he was there, does it? No, yeah, I guess that wasn't important to the plot. Guess not. So today, if you hear the word sanitarium, it generally is referring to a private institution for a variety of types of long-term medical care. So not covered by my copay? Yep, probably not. Okay, David, thank you so much for giving us this little history about sanitariums, or sanatoriums. Hope they treated you well when you were there as Rocky. (laughs) All right, thanks so much for having me. Okay, bye. Thanks, you guys, for listening to our little bonus feature, Madison's Mad Facts. And get ready for new episodes of Madison on the Air to premiere the first of every month. Bye! Madison on the Air, Mad Facts.